May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. So, as some of you know, I received my mail here at the church. It's just easier than having two different addresses. So I come over every day and I look in my mail basket. And this week, there was this New Yorker. That's a picture of a guy standing by the water cooler all by himself. And then you can see all of the desks and the laptops where no one else is sitting. And I thought, it's kind of an interesting cover, because the covers are always very timely. But I took it home and I set it down. And after dinner, I picked it up to read it. And I looked at it a little more closely, and the date at the top said September 28, 2020. And my very first thought was, oh my gosh, I bet you get fired if you make a typo on the cover of The New Yorker. That can't be good. So then I read all the comments, which I do first, and I started looking at the articles. And what I realized, this is the actual September 28, 2020 New Yorker, which arrived in my mailbox in the end of May 2021. And for a moment, I have to say, I was so disoriented. I had a moment where I thought, wait a minute, what day is it? What year is it? Is it really? 2021. Okay, 2021. Okay, so this was just in the, in the post office or something. But I have to say, it wasn't just a little ha-ha moment. It was a literal sense of temporal dislocation. I had a moment where I didn't know where I was, when it was, and what was true. So now we all may have a touch of this temporal dislocation. It's a symptom of the trauma we have lived through over the past several years of political turmoil and, of course, the pandemic. And as we come blinking out into the world post-pandemic, some of us are not sure what day it is. Everyone is a bit off-kilter, I think. And it will take some time to reorient ourselves to a new reality. For what we know is that as human creatures, we do not go backwards. That's why we chuckle a little bit when Nicodemus asks Jesus, What? Can one enter a second time into the mother's womb and be born? As creatures, we know that we are subject to time. And that time we experience as linear and forward-moving. Whether our lives are long or short, it only goes in one direction for us here on Earth. As Christians, however, we are given a glimpse and sometimes the experience of God's time. We are promised, through our baptism, we are promised a kingdom. We are promised the reality of God's eternal presence. 
And when we are able to breathe and let go of our hurry and worry, impatience and agendas, we are offered these moments. We are assured that God is always in our time, all the time. So today's reading from Isaiah is particularly poignant on this Trinity Sunday 2021, for it calls us to reimagine ourselves into Isaiah's story. It begins, In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne, high and lofty. The Isaiah text names a very specific time, marking the call of the prophet Isaiah to his ministry in the year King Uzziah died. That would be 738 BCE. Interestingly, Old Testament scholar Juliana Clausen suggests that the specificity of this statement in the text would have resonated mightily with the early hearers of Isaiah. She notes that this time, when King Uzziah died, was a traumatic time. She says, the political power plays in forming the Syro-Ephraimitic War set against the backdrop of the reign of terror inflicted by the Assyrian Empire would have caused great anguish for the initial audience. It also foreshadows the cataclysmic events associated with the destruction of Jerusalem by the Babylonian Empire. That hasn't happened yet, but that's been implied in the text. So it is in this unsettled, traumatic moment that Isaiah, son of Amos, is called by the Spirit to be a prophet. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne, high and lofty. Isaiah is, of course, terrified, awed, overwhelmed by the majesty of the Lord, of those seraphs attending with their smoke and their wings, their continuous unceasing song of holy, 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 like breathing. One can imagine him wondering, what day is this? Where am I? He even tells us, he says, how is it that I, a man of unclean lips, in other words, sinner, one who speaks not of God but of his own selfish desires, how am I here before the throne of the Almighty? How am I witness to the majesty of the Almighty? This is Isaiah's confession, his confession before God. I am a man of unclean lips. We do this too in our liturgy. We'll start again next week. 
we people of unclean lips confess our sins before the great throne of the Almighty. We say, I have not loved God. I have not loved my neighbors as myself. I am truly sorry, and I humbly repent. When we say those words, we know them to be true. And, and I know, and maybe you do too, I know that only the triune God, Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit as one can forgive me. One of the seraphs picks up a lighted coal and touches Isaiah's lips with it to purify his mouth, to clarify his words, to move his heart to the word of God so that he will go forth and speak it. For us, we have the burning coal of Christ's body given in love for you, for me, and raised to a new life of love for all of us. That body, in the form of bread, we will touch to our lips and put it in our mouths in a few minutes. And I will say, the body of Christ keep you, keep you in everlasting life. Everlasting life. It's temporal dislocation. These moments, a hot coal for Isaiah, the body of Christ for us, in those moments we inhabit a different space and time from our ordinary lives. This is the good news. As beloved children who call God Abba in one breath and bow before the throne of the mystery with our next breath. Time as we know it collapses and distills into love. We are in Christ with God by the power of the Holy Spirit. The gift and grace from God is that we, as believers, as baptized people, as a community of faith who are joined together to each one, the gift is that we inhabit both realities. Isaiah's message for us today is, kings and emperors will die. We will die. Death does not have the last word. For in the year King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord. In the year my beloved father Don Hagner died, I saw the Lord. In the year George Floyd died, I saw the Lord. In the year Kitty McGraw and Edith Berger and Will Umphrey and hundreds of thousands more died. I saw the Lord. The one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit lives always. Time is eternal. 
So friends, may we breathe and come to the table. Love God. Love one another. Ask for forgiveness. Celebrate grace. For our ancestors, our Trinity Church ancestors, named this community not after a saint, but after the three-in-one God. The Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, inseparable. This is our lens for understanding time. God's time. God's time. Amen.